Hello, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the January 14th edition of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at the Catechism, paragraphs 39 through 43. 4. How can we speak about God? Paragraph 39. In defending the ability of human reason to know God, the Church is expressing her confidence in the possibility of speaking about him to all men and with all men, and therefore of dialogue with other religions, with philosophy and science, as well as with unbelievers and atheists. Paragraph 40. Since our knowledge of God is limited, our language about him is equally so. We can name God only by by taking creatures as our starting point, and in accordance with our limited human ways of knowing and thinking. Paragraph 41. All creatures bear a certain resemblance to God, most especially man, created in the image and likeness of God. The manifold perfections of creatures, their truth, their goodness, their beauty, all reflect the infinite perfection of God. Consequently, we can name God by taking his creatures' perfections as our starting point. For, from the greatness and beauty of created things, comes a corresponding perception of their creator. Paragraph 42. God transcends all creatures. We must therefore continually purify our language of everything in it that is limited, image-bound or imperfect, if we are not to confuse our image of God, the inexpressible, the incomprehensible, the invisible, the ungraspable, with our human representations. Our human words always fall short of the mystery of God. Paragraph 43. Admittedly, in speaking about God like this, our language is using human modes of expression. Nevertheless, it really does attain to God himself, though unable to express him in his infinite simplicity. Likewise, we must recall that between creator and creature, no similitude can be expressed without implying an even greater dissimilitude. And that concerning God, we cannot grasp what he is, but only what he is not, and how other beings stand in relation to him. So again, this section of the Catechism is talking about how we can speak about God. And it admits very clearly that human language is not fit for purpose. Our human language is good, our human language can say something about God, but in reality we can never fit God into our human language, we can never fit God into our concepts. As philosophers, or theologians even, we can never fit God into our brains. I mean, there will always be something more to see, always be something more to know. In a sense, this is what heaven is. In heaven we will see God face to face, We will know him in a much deeper sense. Here we're in a land of shadow. The earth is uh, not not perfect. And that human uh, creation isn't able to fully comprehend God. Then the Catechism gets into the theological uh, points also that many times we are much better able to say what God is not than what he is that uh, this is a point I think that the orthodox theology would express, emphasize more. But that any in any case, this idea 
that God is greater, that God is bigger, that God goes beyond us. And this is what uh, the, the Christian faith sa says. It's not that we can't say anything about God. In fact, we've got uh, hundreds of pages of the Catechism still to go through. In fact, we have the Bible. We have many things, the lives of the saints, many things that we can say about God, many things that can show us his love, get, that can show us his being. But that for the time being, we have to also admit that these explanations will be lacking. They will be imperfect. They won't manage to fit all of God into our puny human brains. And now, just as we finish, I want to read, because in the reading plan that I'm using, it doesn't cover the in-brief sections of the Catechism. So again, the in-brief is at the end of every chapter in the Catechism, basically, or every uh, bigger section. There is an in-brief, which is a few paragraphs, that summarise what was said in the, the last few pages. So I'm going to read just very simply, I'm not going to comment on it, I'm just going to read the in-brief for the section that we've just finished. And then when we continue tomorrow, we will continue starting chapter 2 and looking at numbers 50 to 53. So now I'm going to read very quickly numbers 44 through 49. In brief, 44. Man by is by nature and vocation a religious being, coming from God, going towards God. Man lives a fully human life only if he freely lives by his bond with God. 45. Man is made to live in communion with God, in whom he finds happiness. When I am completely united to you, there will be no more sorrow or trials. Entirely full of you, my life will be complete. St. Augustine. 46. When he listens to the message of creation and to the voice of conscience, man can arrive at certainty about the existence of God, the cause and the end of everything. 47. The Church teaches that the one true God, our Creator and Lord, can be known with certainty from his works by the natural light of human reason. 48. We really can name God, starting from the manifold perfections of his creatures, which are likenesses of the infinitely perfect God, even if our limited language cannot exhaust this mystery. 49. Without the Creator, the creature vanishes. This is the reason why believers know that the love of Christ urges them to bring the light of the living God to those who do not know him or who reject him. God bless. We'll pick up tomorrow with number 50 through 53 of the Catechism.